Hey, we're sure glad you chose to come back to another Hot mic with Houston and Hogan. Today, we explore the marriage of trucking songs and country music. A big tie together there, country songs and trucking. They just go together like peanut butter and jelly. Like Hogan and Houston, thanks for joining us. Welcome to Hot Mike with Houston and Hogan. It is always my favorite time to get together with my buddy Dave Hogan and talk a little uh, country music history. Dave, how you doing today? Doing great. Got a song on my mind. What is on your mind? Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. That's uh, a good song to have on your mind. Don't let them pick guitars or drive them old trucks. And we're going to talk about trucks and country music today. Ah, what a great marriage. You know, uh, country music has always, up until recent years, uh, of course, country music is, changes through the years, as does all music. Not criticizing it, but it's not today what it was in the 70s and 60s and 50s, or even the 80s. Of course not. But uh, down through the years, from the beginnings, the very beginnings of country music, there have been a lot of songs about the working man. Railroad songs, Jimmy Rogers, Waiting on a Train, uh, songs about coal mining, coal miners. But truck drivers and trucks, Boy, there's been songs down through the years about truck driving because truck drivers became the modern-day cowboy. That's well said, yeah. True. And so we're going to talk today about the history of truck driving songs. And I did some research to find out what the very first recorded truck driving song was. And when it was. The very first one? The very first recorded truck driving song was in 1928. Wow. Now, you got to keep in mind that in 1928, uh, trucking was just getting started, just beginning. Yeah. yeah. A man named Alexander Winton, W-I-N-T-O-N. He had a, one of the early automobile countries uh, companies. The Derrier brothers up in Springfield, Massachusetts, <clears throat> I think were, they had the first company, but uh, Alexander Winton was right behind them, and he lived in Cleveland, started uh, the Alexander Winton Motor Car Company, and he was the first uh, automotive builder to come up with a truck. Really? In about 1898. Of course, trains were the main source of delivering goods back in those days. But a train would come to a station, and then you had to transport the goods from the train station to the store or wherever the farm or wherever the goods were going. And it, in those days, it was by uh, uh pack mule or by uh, horse and wagon oxen or, yeah. drawn carts yeah. uh, that that sort of thing so he came up with the idea of a way when when the when the automobile first came out he was manufacturing automobiles in those days of coming up with uh, uh, 
a way to haul goods, and he came up with the first semi. And I didn't really know after all these years till I researched it why they're called semis, semi-trucks, uh, because they don't have a front axle. Uh, okay. They just have rear axles. Rear axles and the, 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 like a fifth wheel, you know, uh, Aaron, my stepson, whom, you know, he has a, a motor home, a, a fifth wheel motor home, uh, that uses the back end of his truck to anchor the front part of that, uh, motor home. Gotcha. So, uh, that's, that's what, uh, Alexander went and came up with. He came up with the first semi. Um, not a trailer, but a semi because, uh, he figured out a way to attach the front. He modified a car is what he did and fixed it up where it hauled stuff. And about that time, cars were starting to sell. And he said, I want a way to transport a car to the buyer without putting any miles on it. So he'd get it off the train. He'd put it on that, uh, semi that he had invented and haul it to uh, the buyer without putting any miles on it. So that was the beginning of trucking. Okay. Okay. So that was in, uh, 1898. Yeah. And the, uh, the first trucking song was in 1928, just 10 years later. And it, it has a North Carolina connection, a Western North Carolina connection, if you will. Really? You know, there's a, um, Fiddler's Convention down in Union Grove, North Carolina, near Harmony, little town of Harmony. And it's, I think, the oldest Fiddler's Convention, as it was originally called, in the United States. Started in 1924. The Union Grove Fiddler's Convention. Started by H.P. Van Hoy in 1924. And I had the pleasure of emceeing one night of the Fiddler's Convention. No, 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 not in 1924. Sometime in the 1960s, one of the Van Hoy uh, brothers, sons of the founder, had come, I guess, to one of our country shindigs at the uh, auditorium in Asheville and invited me to come down and see one, uh, one night of the Fiddler's Convention. And I bring up the Union Grove Fiddler's Convention because a band formed down there, a bunch of musicians, four or five of them got together and started a group called the Red Fox Chasers. And the Red Fox Chasers had the very first recorded truck driving song in 1928 called Wreck on the Mountain Road. And it tells the real-life story of a trucker named Lonnie Brown who died in an accident on Bent Mountain in southwest Virginia. And the song was written by the fiddle player for the Red Fox Chasers, a fellow by the name of Guy Brooks, who had uh, information about the accident, had a family member or some someone who knew the family of Lonnie Brown. And so he wrote that song. And it was not long after another song about another wreck uh, was popular, uh, the wreck of the old 97, which is the story of a train wreck. And it was kind of based on the same idea, 
1928. Now, believe it or not, you can go to YouTube and Google Red Fox Chasers, and you can hear Wreck on the Mountain Road. Wow. Of course, the recording technology in 1928 was not very good. Right. So you have to listen closely, but if you're really into the history of country music, you might want to do that. Now, the first uh, truck driving song that was considered a hit was in 1939, and it was by Cliff Bruner, and it was called Truck Driver's Blues, 1939. Feeling kind of weary from my head down to my shoes. Got a low-down feeling, got the truck driver blues. <laughs> and that was considered the first uh, hit recording of a truck driving song. In 1950, you know, through the through the 40s, there weren't many truck driving songs that, that made any kind of um, hit, but Bill Monroe had a song in 1950 called The Lonesome Truck Driver Blues, which was a considerable success. But the big truck drive, the first really big truck driving song was in 1954, and it was called Truck Driving Man, and it was by an artist named Terry Fell, F-E-L-L. Now, if your name is Terry Fell, what are you going to call your band? <laughs> That's a good question. You're going to call them the Fellers. The Fellers. <laughs> and Terry Fell and the Fellers. I love it. <laughs> recorded Truck Driving Man in 1954. A tremendous hit. Heard, and, and I, I, I looked up how many people had recorded Truck Driving Man and it's still being recorded today. So it's, the, so it's the same, same song. I stopped at a roadhouse in Texas, a little place called, called Hamburger, Hamburger Dance. Yeah. I heard that old jukebox a playing a song called A Truck Driving Man. The same now, one song. of the members of uh, Terry Fell's band, The Fellers, <laughs> was a young man named Buck Owens. Really? And Buck Owens sang on that 54 recording of Truck Driving Man. And then in 1965, Buck recorded the song after he became a star. He recorded that same song, Truck Driving Man, and made it a big hit in the 1960s, 1965. I thought that Buck Owens had recorded that thing. I remember uh, Dave Dudley, I think, had a version of it, right? Dave Dudley recorded every truck driving song that's ever been, and Dave Dudley re actually started with his song Six Days on the Road, the, the what, what's considered the golden era of truck driving songs. Uh, the golden era is considered from about 1963 to about 1980, 1978, 1980. Okay. During that period of time, that's the golden era of truck driving songs. And Dave Dudley started it off with a song called Six Days on the Road. And by the way, that song was written by Carl Montgomery. Carl Montgomery is a brother to Melba Montgomery and Earl Montgomery, Earl better known as uh, Peanut, Peanut Montgomery. 
a close associate of George Jones for many years and a great songwriter uh, himself. So you have three Montgomery's there. You've got uh, Melba, right, who had the big hit. So uh, we must have been out of our minds with George Jones, and then uh, Carl and Earl. And Carl wrote along with uh, a fellow named Earl Green, Dave Dudley's Six Days on the Road, and then came out in 1963 and was a tremendous hit not only in the United States but in Canada and in Europe. Just as it 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 was uh, the the beginning of an era of uh, truck driving songs. Six days on the road, and am I going to make it home tonight? And that song has been recorded bukus of times. There was a later considerable hit of Six Days on the Road by Sawyer Brown. Yes, yes. Remember Sawyer Brown? Right. Now, there's a line in Six Days on the Road, taking little white pills and my eyes are open wide. Well, Sawyer Brown changed the, that that line to passing little white lines, and oh. my eyes are open wide. Because by the time Sawyer Brown recorded Six Days on the Road, uh, it was not uh, it was not proper to include uh, the lyric about taking little white pills. That. Uh, was in the 90s, I think, that Sawyer Brown did that recording and had a reasonable hit on it. But mm-hmm. I remember, Dave, uh, when Dave Dudley's version of Six Days on the Road was out, if I'm not mistaken, that we had that line was bleeped <laughs> on our station record that we played. or, or Not s- when I played it. <laughs> I can't, I, there was some there was controversy about playing that line in that yeah. song. I remember the drugs did not have the negative impact, unfortunately, at that time as today. Yeah, and later on. Yeah, but Dave followed up six days on the road with a song called "Truck Driving Son of a Gun," which was also a big hit. And uh, I have a story connected to that song. It was written by Dixie Dean. And Dixie later became Dixie Hall, Tom T. Hall's wife. You know, Dixie was born in England, uh, just outside of Manchester, England. And she uh, wrote songs and poetry there in England, and she was on a train one day going to London. And uh, she looked the part of a songwriter, uh, had on cowboy boots or cowgirl boots, rather, and a cowgirl hat sitting on the train. And suddenly this voice said, young lady, where are you from? (laughs) And that voice came from Tex Ritter, you know, of cowboy fame. Yeah. And he was uh, making some pretty good uh, music in the 1960s. In fact, we booked him on one of our country shindigs. Uh, And he did uh, the all-night show on WSM with Ralph Emery for a a good long while. So for for whatever reason, I guess something to do with music, Tex Ritter was in England and on that train and got acquainted with Dixie. And he said, I'd like, I wish I could promote my records here in England. 
And Dixie said, well, I'll promote them for you. And so she promoted Tex Ritter's music. And it caught the eye of uh, somebody whose name I've forgotten in Nashville. And he invited her to come work in Nashville. She came to Nashville, met uh, the Carters, Mother Maybell and June and Anita. And they kind of took her in. And I had a chance to interview Dixie in Bristol at the Speedway at a country music, uh, a, a bluegrass festival, actually. She wrote a lot of bluegrass songs later on. Mm-hmm. And she told me about uh, being taken in by, she said Mother Baybell would take in any uh, <laughs> stranger, including cats and dogs. And <laughs> she took me in and she worked for the Carters for a good long while, trying to get established in the music business. And she was telling me about uh, answering the phone one day and, Somebody called and said, is Mother Maybell there? She said, no, but I'll take a message. Who's calling? Bob Dylan. (laughs) (laughs) And so she wrote Truck Driving Son of a Gun, recorded by Dave Dudley, his follow-up to Six Days on the Road. And uh, the flip side was written by Tom Hall. The T had not been added to his name at that time. He wrote a song called I Got Lost, and it was on the other side of Truck Driving Son of a Gun. And uh, Dixie won uh, a BMI award for Truck Driving Son of a Gun, and Tom T was also at that uh, award show, and that's where they met, eventually got married, and had a, a beautiful marriage for so many years. Wonderful people. Yeah, And I've had the pleasure, I had the pleasure, the honor of visiting Tom T. Hall and Dixie at their uh, home in what they named Fox Hollow there in Nashville. So Dave Dudley started the golden era of uh, truck driver's songs. Some of the other truck driving songs that came out shortly thereafter, Dick Curlis and A Tombstone Every Mile. I remember that song. Yeah, if they, I, I can't remember the lyrics. But I can't either. I, something to do with uh, if they buried a truck driver in the woods every time one died, there'd be a tombstone every mile or something of that nature. Yeah. And then uh, Red uh, Simpson had a hit called Roll Truck Roll. Jimmy Martin had a uh, of bluegrass fame had a had a truck driving song called Widowmaker. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. look up Widowmaker sometime by Jimmy Martin, and then a song that I believe we talked about one day on the show by the Willis Brothers. Give me forty acres and I'll turn this rig around. <laughs> yes, all those songs came out in the nineteen sixties. Now, what made there there are two or three things that made truck driving songs so popular one was the interstate highway system because that opened up the country to long distance truck driving then you had those 50,000 watt radio stations WSM in Nashville uh, WWL in New Orleans WWVA Wheeling West Virginia what was uh, WBAP in Fort Worth Texas the Bill Mack show overnight Hey, listen, we uh, 
we're just getting cranked up here. Well, no pun intended. Uh, we just got this truck fired up. So let's get out on the interstate and travel some and, uh, come back next week and tell you about all of these places where we grew up listening to these truck driving songs. What we'll do when we come back next time is talk about the, 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 the real, the, I, I guess you'd call it the center of the golden era of truck driving songs, the 1970s. Okay. We'll talk about that when we come back next time. Thanks for joining us on Hot Mike with Houston and Hogan. Be sure to click the subscribe button for another episode of Hot Mike with Randy Houston and Dave Hogan.